I got the bitch by the bar trying to get a drink about her She like my style, she like my smile, she like the way I talk She from the country, then she like me cause I'm from New York I ain't that nigga trying to holler cause I want some head I'm that nigga trying to holler cause I want some bread I could care less how she perform when she in the bed Bitches that track catch a date and come and pay the kid Look baby, this is simple, you can't see You fucking with me, you fucking with a P.I.M.P. I don't know what you heard about me They bigger than small That other nigga you be with ain't about shit I'm your friend, your father, and confidant Bitch I don't know what you heard about me But a bitch can't get a dollar out of me No Cadillac, no perms, you can't see Then I'm a motherfucking P.I.M.P. I don't know what you heard about me But a bitch can't get a dollar out of me No Cadillac, no perms, you can't see Then I'm a motherfucking P.I.M.P. I told you fools before, I stick with the tools I keep a bend, some rims, and some jewels I holler at a hoe, till I got a bitch confused She got on Payless, me I got on Gator shoes I'm shopping for the chillers, and it's something the cheaper Man, it's so you can have her, when I'm done I ain't gon' keep her Man, bitches come and go, hey nigga pimpin' no This ain't a secret, you ain't gotta keep it on the low Bitch, shoot on me, I had you strippin' in the street Put my other hoes down, you get your ass beat Now nick my bottom bitch, she always come up with my bread The last nigga, she was whipping stitches in her head Get your hoe out of pocket, I put a charge on the bitch Cause I need four TVs and AMGs for the six Home make a pimp rich, I ain't paying bitch Catch a date, suck a dick, shit, trick I don't know what you heard about me yeah. But a bitch can't get a dollar out of me Woo. No Cadillac, no perms, you can't see uh -huh. Then I'm a motherfucking P.I.M.P. I don't know what you heard about me uh -huh. But a bitch can't get a dollar out of me yeah. No Cadillac, no perms, you can't see Then I'm a motherfucking P.I.M.P. Yeah, in Hollywood they say there's no business like show business In the hood they say there's no business like hope business You know, they say I talk a little fast But if you listen a little fast, I ain't got to slow down for you to catch up, bitch <laughs> That was pimp. I mean, 
Yeah, you pay your 50 cent. And if you guys been listening to the past episodes, you guys know that I usually try to put a song to every podcast just to kind of like give you a mood to what I'm going to talk about. And I really don't pimp anybody, but I mean, if you're making money off women, it's kind of a pimp, right? I mean, uh-uh, I'm a little silly today. I just came home from shopping and goddamn, I'm still dizzy from that shit. Four kids, man, you know? Actually, six kids. What the fuck am I thinking? Four kids. They're expensive. Not cheap. Enjoy my OnlyFans. Early. Well, today, podcast, I'm going to talk about girls because that's the business I'm in. I'm in the business of girls. No, but seriously, I'm in the business of girls and I always get messages or comments or things saying like, oh man, I wish I had your job. You had the best job in the world. Constantly. And now, look, I'm not going to sit here and bitch and moan. I don't work a nine-to-five job. I work from home. Only time I travel is when I go shoot people, but I'm home. I don't have to commute. I don't have to deal with bosses. I don't have to deal with customers. I don't have to deal with any of that shit. So when it comes to that department, yes, I'm very blessed, very happy. Dealing with girls, though, it's a whole different story. And I usually take like little notes before I do a podcast, but no notes today. Everything's coming off the top of my head because I think I have enough material to talk about this. And recently I've been dealing with some stuff when it comes to girls and all that shit's pretty heavy on my mind right now. I might as well get out of it and give you guys and girls a little bit of advice as to what to do, what not to do when dealing with this industry, because it can be great. It can be fun for everybody and everybody can make money. But sometimes you have to be the bad guy or quote unquote dick. <laughs> sometimes you can't be too nice. And before I've been accused of being like a nice guy, a nice person, but people that really know me know that I'm not really that nice. I mean, I am a nice guy, but when it comes to doing the stuff that I do for myself, I'm not very nice at all. And I don't think I'm unfair, but I'm just not nice because unfortunately with most things that you do in life, when you do, when you're nice, you get taken advantage of and pretty girls seem to have this aura about them just because they're pretty, they're going to get away with a lot of shit. And that doesn't really work with me. Because I'm pretty immune to beauty. I'm, I'm used to it. I'm over it. I don't get shocked or fucking amazed when I see a beautiful woman walk in the room. I'm just so over it. Nudity, sexuality, beauty. It's just like, okay, how are we going to make money? That's what I'm thinking about. I'm not thinking about, oh, I want to fuck her or any of that shit. But people do tell me, yes, Alfonso, you're you're very fortunate to have a job like this. And yes, I am fortunate because of the stuff that I talked about in the past that um I don't get to I don't have to go to work for anybody else. I work for myself. And it's hard sometimes because you have to really hustle. Sometimes I feel myself that I'm working more hours. But it doesn't feel as bad because you're working for yourself. So the extra hours I put, because my schedule is usually I start working at 10 
at night, so 10 to like 5 or 6 in the morning. Go to sleep, wake up around 1 or 2 and hang out with my kids, do things around the house or whatever, and then start at work at night. And by work, I mean editing, promoting, talking to people, messaging, all this bullshit. But when it comes to dealing with girls, I can't really compare this job to anybody else. I think maybe the closest person or people to deal with what I do is besides people in the porn industry, maybe um, strip club promoters or the guys that run the girls at strip clubs. If you want to compare my job to somebody, that's probably going to be the closest person to because they deal with an enormous amount of girls and they deal with a lot of the bullshit. And it's like, once you get to know a girl on a personal level, like once you get to know her personal problems or boyfriend problems or fucking drama, the fantasy's out the window. The fantasy's out the door. It's not there anymore. You're not quote unquote attracted to that person anymore. It's like I work with like, you know, again, Gene Smays and Genevieve and other porn stars, but I was closest to those two. And, you know, I would be hanging out at Genevieve's house like nothing. Like, yeah, she was this world famous porn star, but she was just Olivia to me. You know, she was just, I mean, if you don't know Olivia, it's Genevieve Julie's real name. So she was just Olivia. She was just cool, funny, just chilling and shit. But yeah, obviously she's a beautiful woman. Don't get me wrong. But I was like over that. I was just, I knew her as Olivia. No big deal. But when you deal with so many girls, a lot of pretty girls, it's difficult sometimes. Just the simple fact that they're used to not hearing no. Okay, most, if you guys ever been around beautiful girls, in the most part, everybody's nice to them. Everybody's kissing their ass. Everybody's laughing at their stupid ass jokes. And it's just because they're pretty. And I know it may, it may sound a little chauvinistic, but I mean, again, I'm around pretty girls. So the time I see that shit, I see guys lose their fucking IQs. Their IQs when they see like a pretty girl walk in, like, you know, they'll, they'll lose. And just because they're not used to being around them all the time. I am. <clears throat> so once you deal with as many girls as I have in the past, and even now, like right now I'm, I'm like juggling like 20 girls that I'm talking to as far as like for modeling, for future shoots for promotions, all that shit. It just becomes a little crazy. Now, on the most part, about 90% of it's pretty cool. Once you take pictures, everything's legit. Everything's ready to go. No, no big deal. But there's problems. And there's always problems with models when it comes to um, girl, uh, I'm sorry, boyfriends. I usually don't deal with girls if they have a boyfriend. Because it's it's a problem. It just changes the whole dynamic of of what we do. Because unless the guys in the industry himself, it's really rare. Maybe out of all the girls I shot that had boyfriends, only a couple been really cool with it. Like they truly don't care. But when when I get messages, oh my boyfriend asked me if you could take this picture down. Oh, my boyfriend said this and that. I said, you know what? Honestly, I don't have to. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about your boyfriend. Honestly, I don't. I mean, not to be rude, but it's like, 
when I had a regular like nine to five job, I didn't take my wife or my girlfriend to my job. Well, you know, because sometimes I'll get, oh, I'll, I'll shoot with you, but my boyfriend has to come. I'm like, bro, I don't care if you bring a girlfriend or another friend or whatever. It just can't be your boyfriend because it's just, it's, it's always something weird about the whole bring your boyfriend a fucking work day. I just tell him no or bring somebody else because it's just, I don't know. To me, I think it's kind of unprofessional asking to bring your fucking boyfriend. That's just me because a lot of times girls kind of clamp up while you're doing a shoot because, again, they see their boyfriend over their shoulder and shit. And it's just, it's not a good environment to do nude pictures. I also tell girls or or shit that I deal with. And I'm dealing, to, I'm dealing with this right now as we speak. <clears throat> Before we do a photo shoot, or every time I do a photo shoot, especially who's from somebody who's never shot before. I always tell them, look, are you sure this is what you do? This is what you want to do. And we go over it back and forth. And I'll ask them a million times, are you sure this is what you want to do? So, yes, 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 I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm positive. Okay. And then I usually try to bring it up to, you know what, it's better if you tell your parents or you bring it up to your parents or your family because they're going to hear it. It's better to hear it from you. Because a lot of times they get upset if they hear it from somebody else. And that's exactly what people say. Oh, well, it's just sad that we had to hear it from somebody else. So I usually tell the girls, hey, sit your parents down or whoever your family is, a brother or sister, whoever, say, hey, this is what I'm doing. It's all good or like whatever, because it's not going to be easy on anybody, on any parent to hear that their daughter's doing nude work or pornography or whatever. But if they hear it from like their uncle, their creepy uncle, their drunk uncle, hey, I saw so-and-so on a website, you know, it's going to be, it's, they're going to take it harder again, because there is no trust and I get it. People don't feel that comfortable talking to their parents about what they're doing, especially with sexuality and pornography. But this is a job. I don't see this as something being naughty or nasty or, or whatever. It's, it's a fucking job, you know, and you shouldn't be embarrassed of what you're doing for a living or what you want to do. And now in the, in the age of OnlyFans, a lot of that shit has already gone out the window because girls now are so easily accessible compared to when I started this shit years ago. And I'll talk about that in a little bit, but I always tell girls, Make sure this is what you want to do and tell your family, let them know, because once this shit's out, it's out. And I think I brushed on this a little bit on previous podcast, but I'm going to reiterate and say it again. You have to make sure this is what you want to do. You have to make and also understand that once this goes out there, it's out there forever. Because even if I was able, if I'm able to release a picture or video and I take them down, doesn't mean somebody else didn't copy them and put them out there or whatever, since people always steal shit from the internet, movies and videos. That's why I always watermark my shit, but still I see my stuff all over the place. So, so even if I take it down, then somebody else already has it. So you're never really going to get rid of it. You're never going to really get 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 rid of it. So, again, just know. Because, unfortunately, in the porn industry, 
it's such a horrible stigma when people find out that you did porn or or you know did nude pictures or whatever that's the one thing i do hate about this job is that that even myself even though i'm not in front of the camera i'm behind the camera there's a lot of um I guess stigma that it's attached to what we do where people find out, Hey, he does this. And it's happened to me before when I've gone to a party or a get together and some people, Oh, you know what he does and this or whatever. And right away, they're looking at you like, kind of like what the fuck is wrong with this person? They just look at you differently. And I'm sure it happens with girls too, but it, it happens, especially to girls that are really young. And they decide to leave the industry and then they want to be a nurse or they want to be whatever job. And if they find out, oh, she's a porn star, then for some reason, just things change for them. And that's why a lot of reason a lot of the porn stars that retire sometimes come back because they just couldn't find a normal life outside of porn. But I think the solution to that is if you embrace what you do and this is what I did. So what? Who gives a fuck? You know, that doesn't doesn't change anything. But unfortunately, society, especially here in the United States, it's really uh, against any kind of forms or pornography. If you did any of that, you, you're going to get judged right away. You're going to get looked at. You're going to get attacked. You're going to get. It's just not good. So I warn pretty much everybody I work with or let's just say everybody I'm going to work with. I always tell them that before I take one picture of them, I say, hey, tell your family. Just be aware this shit's not going to go away. And there's always stigmas if you decide to leave porn. Which, I mean, these girls are young. Eventually, they're not going to do porn for 20 years. But um, this is one of those things that I tell them, look, you're not going to do porn forever. You're going to decide to be a mom. You're going to decide to be a professional, whatever. This shit's going to come back and bite you in your ass eventually. So there. So that being said, recently I was... Um, contacted by a previous model of mine and she was asking me to take the pictures now. Now I I felt a little weird about that. I felt a little not confused but like I think of the word more well, I guess you could say confused because part of me was like Okay, you know, fuck it. You know, we took these pictures, you know, a while ago. Um, it's not, it's like whatever. It's not a big deal. But then the other part of me is like, well, wait a minute. Well, I did warn you that these pictures were <laughs> going to come out, you know. And I was just posting old content before I post all my new content on OnlyFans. And there was a sign models release and everything. And um, she offered to pay for her her release now I never encountered this before because like usually I've shot and pretty much everybody I shot in the past don't doesn't really care if I release them again or whatever but obviously she does she doesn't model anymore or any of that stuff but again it's I don't do this to attack anybody. I don't do this to to hurt anybody's feelings. I don't do this because I want to, oh, I'm going to hurt this person. I'm going to release, re-release her pictures. It has nothing to do with any of that. I mean, this is a business. I'm trying to make money. And, you know, you sign a release after I warned you 
of everything that could happen in the future, you know? So I like, okay, well, yeah, if, if you want to buy your, if you want to buy your, cause she said she was going to get a lawyer to write a contract up. And cause even if I give her her pictures back, it doesn't mean I don't have a copy. It doesn't matter. But if you sign a contract saying, Hey, I'm not going to release those pictures again and sign it. It's the same thing as her signing a contract to me about the pictures because the dates are going to be different or whatever. So, yeah. So finally, oh, I agree. You know, I'll, I'll sign it. And um, I told her, you know, she could buy her contract back or her pictures back because in reality that, that kind of, you know, she will never have to worry about me ever posting those pictures and videos up again. But then again, you know, once stuff is out there, it's out there. But at least it's not going to be coming for me, right? But I feel kind of funny doing that. I feel kind of weird because, like, I just hope it never got to that point. I just hope, like, you know what? Hey, I'm going to shoot for you, and that's it. I don't, I, because it's not the first time I, I've had a lot of girls that told me that, like, oh, I will never do that. I will never ask for my pictures back or whatever. I go, well, if you ask for your pictures back, I'm not going to give them back. You're going to pay for them. And I don't charge a, I don't charge what we paid you. I'm going to charge you what I could potentially make out of them. So whatever, you know, you got paid for the work, multiply that by 10 because, <laughs> you know, the pictures are never going to go away. I could release them in another three years if I want and still make money out of them. So that's kind of how it works. And that's how kind of the thing is. And that's why I kind of go over, I go out of my way to tell girls, hey, you know, if you're planning on doing this kind of work, make sure this is what you really want to do. And that's why I'm kind of like really against working with girls that are like under 21 because over 21, that's still very young, but at least you'll know a little, you have a little more sense. Now, recently I've been talking to girls who are 18 and 19 and I'm making these girls wait months and still telling them, Hey, are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure this is what you want to do? Because again, I don't want to hear that. Well, I was 18. I was 19. And I was fucking coerced. I was fucking forced. I was fucking drugged. So what I started doing after I had some issues in the past was I was, I recorded, video recorded the girl signing the contract. And I even had her hold her ID and say in the video, Hey, my name is so-and-so. I'm not being forced to do this. I'm doing this under, under my own will. I'm not, I'm not under the influence of any drugs or alcohol, just a big old thing. And I recorded that because I heard in the past that contracts don't even count anymore. You had to, you know, you had to fucking physically record them and all this bullshit. So I did. I mean, obviously a contract's still going to work, but I just kind of went overboard just because I didn't, I didn't want to keep on getting, I guess, I don't want to say the word attacked, but girls going back on their word when it comes to taking pictures and contracts. And that's why it's so important to, to do a contract. And, and, and I, and I say this for both parties, for the men and the female. Now, if I do only fans content, eh, I don't really trip on, on the release. It's just only fans, not a huge deal. But when I do stuff for barrier girls, it's, it's, it was different. I, all the photo shoots I do for Barrier Girls are will be under contract and and things like that. Um, there's no the only rule against stuff like that is in California we had that revenge revenge porn law where 
somebody sends you pictures, you can't post them. I really don't know the law that good, but I know they could go after you. I know some guy now that he's <laughs> he's going to court because of that shit. He posted pictures of his uh, he posted pictures of his ex girlfriend or and he showed them to her family member. So now she sued him and and I was like, damn, bro, <laughs> what the fuck. Um, so yeah, so California does prosecute cases like that. So that's why I kind of try to always sign a model's release and, and, and stuff like that. And especially for barrier girls. But when I do OnlyFans, we just do trade and, but to sign a release, you guys have to, like I use, I have a release and sometimes a girl will ask me, Hey, can I get a copy of the release and show it to my lawyer? Sure. I'm here. It is. You can take it. It's a standard release. Just gives you access to, just says I have access, the ability to use your pictures for whatever I want to use them to, not just buyer girls. It's also for, you know, I can even take these pictures and sell them to another photographer. I mean, that's just the way the contract works. And, but I never had an issue with the contract because it's pretty solid. I'm sorry with the release. You know, we had to pay a lawyer to write it up and he did it. Um, But also, you know, a girl could also be protected too. I mean, it's for everybody's protection when you do a model's release because you can even have the photographer sign you another release and the, the model can take the copy of the release. So because the photographer can say, hey, I paid her to do those pictures and she's releasing them. So the because I sign I sign a bunch of releases, like if I do a trade shoot with the girl, uh, I will sign the release also because. I, later on, I could say, hey, I took those pictures of her. She didn't even pay me and she's posting them out to make money. So, you know, like I said, she gave me her release and I signed them. So that's just the way it is. And when I talk about trade, there's different types of photography. Like you could do a, a paid, like if you pay, like you say, a model wants to shoot for me and I'm going to pay her. So I'll pay her a flat rate. I'll keep all the pictures, maybe give her a couple for her promotion and that's it. Now a trade is where I'll take pictures of the girl. I keep a copy of them. She keeps a copy of them and it's a trade trade picks for work or whatever they call it. Um, so that's, uh, and, and, and I did that before back in the day, back in the day, I did that before with, with porn stars, porn stars wanted a good photographer to take pictures for them or porn stars wanted to shoot a poster or they wanted to do something different. So we'll just do a trade. So that's how I did it. So, Whenever I do a shoot now, before I even show up, well, before I even charge my batteries, I always say, we set it up where we can do a, uh, everything's already agreed, agreed upon. Okay, this is how much you're going to get paid, or are we going to do a trade, and this is the kind of shoot it's going to be, this is how long it's going to take, this is the location, and, and shit like that. But, but one thing... When doing, you know, when doing this work, it, it, it does, you have to be, you have to be mean sometimes. You have to be a little, uh, you know, not, and, you know, I try not to be mean with people or try not to be, I just try to be fair with everybody. And it kind of, I kind of felt bad, but I mean, it was just a business decision. So she's going to buy her contract and once she buys her contract back, then that's it. I mean, I will probably delete those pictures from my computer. Because I mean, I'm never going to use them again, so I'll just delete everything. 
sign the contract and that's it. We, we, she'll be done with me and I will never have to, you know, that's it. And it sucks. You know, you're, things, you're friends with people and you don't want to hurt them. But I mean, it's a business and that's just how I see this. I don't see this as a personal attack to anybody. I, I, I don't see this as a personal attack to anybody. And don't even ask me who the model is. Assholes. I don't know what you guys are thinking. But other than that, I do love my job. I think it's a great job. It's crazy. And there's no school for this. And I I I I fucking sold out and I started an OnlyFans. <laughs> and the OnlyFans, I just did it because again, people ask for my pictures and some of the older work that we did in the past before. So I'm just dumping everything on there. And um I definitely see what the hype is about OnlyFans because goddamn in in less than two weeks I've made quite a bit of money. And I was like, holy shit. I mean, I and I talked about this before. You gotta have a lot of followers and then I have a lot of followers on Instagram and Twitter and shit like that. So that helps. So just because you have an OnlyFans doesn't mean you're gonna get money right away. I did because I have a lot of followers, so you know, it's all good. And I was looking I wasn't really paying attention. I was just dumping content and I saw the totals. So I was like, holy shit. Goddamn. So if you want to look at the OnlyFans and I know the podcast is free, but if you want to help out a little bit, show me some love. The OnlyFans is OnlyFans.com forward slash. And it's El Jefe del Barrio. I know I try to make it easy, but I want to call it Barrio Girls either, but. So it's uh, OnlyFans.com forward slash El Jefe del Barrio. Don't ask me to spell it. You should know. You can't spell it then. Okay, I'll spell it. E-L-J-E-F-E-D-E-L-B-A-R-R-I-O. So it's in Spanish. So El Jefe del Barrio. That's the name of the OnlyFans. 20 bucks. 20 bucks gives you access to everything. I'm not going to do it. I'm not those girls that charges you to go into the OnlyFans and then they're going to charge you extra for fucking $50 for the five minute video or fucking, you know, a hundred bucks for 10 pictures in less than two weeks. I've already uploaded over a thousand, over a thousand uh, uh, pictures and about 60 videos. So come on now. So a good deal. It's a lot of stuff and pretty much everything that I shot in the past, everything's there. Some of the stuff that I shot recently, it's also there. All the, all the behind the scenes stuff, like everything, like I'm not even editing the video. I'm just putting it in the raw. So you guys are hearing conversations. You guys are seeing my fat ass walking around, the, uh, walk around in the background. So you see everything because the, the reason why I did it like that is because again, to this day, people always ask me about how we do things. And I think it would be really interesting to see how we shoot a movie and then what I do, this is how I do it. I put all the unedited stuff, all the video, all the raw video. I post pictures up and then I post the edited video so you can see how it looks before. And then you get to see how it looks edited. So I always think that's cool because to me, it's always really interesting to see how things work in the back and shit. And I, I give you guys that. So you see me directing a porn movie and me talking to the guy while he's fucking naked and the girl's fucking sucking his dick while we're just having a normal conversation because she's she's keeping them hard. 
so you guys get to see that. <laughs> you guys get to see that because, you know, obviously we don't show that on film on a edited porn, but I just thought it'd be interesting for you guys to see. Cause when I watch porn, that's what I do. I always search behind the scenes and I'm just watching all the behind the scenes shit. And if you ever on porn set behind the scenes shit to me is the most interesting because that's, we're talking the most, the most shit. So, and I haven't really gone back to listen to everything, but I know I was talking shit. So, but I'm not going to, I don't give a fuck. I'm not going to go back and edit anything. It's raw. It's up there. And it's a good deal for 20 bucks. If you're a veteran, hit me up and I'll give you a discount. I'm a veteran. But yeah, I mean, running girls is very annoying sometimes. But again, it's my job and I wouldn't change it for the world. So it's the holidays. So I probably won't be back on until next week after Christmas, but everybody be out there, be safe, enjoy the holidays, be with your family, love, love each other, take care of each other. And if you want to help out, join the OnlyFans, again, OnlyFans.com forward slash El Jefe del Barrio. Show me some love. I'll tell you what, if you join and you message me saying, hey, I heard it on the podcast, I'll give you a discount. I'll see if I could go in there because I need you to go in there and give people discounts. So I'll see if I could give you a discount. So just, I just want to see how many people are listening to the podcast and actually joining my OnlyFans. So just say, Hey, I, I heard, I, I heard you and your podcast, you know, what's up with that discount? Some, something like that. I don't give a fuck. And I'll see what I can do. Drop a couple of bucks. No more than that. So again, OnlyFans.com, El Jefe del Barrio. You get to see all your past favorite Barrio Girls model because I'm putting everybody in there. Well, except for that one girl that I'm probably going to delete. But it's all the pictures are up there now. Videos are up there now. And it's not like Snapchat where Snapchat only stays twenty stays on for 24 hours and then it's gone. Here it's on there forever. So last time, Paquiano Chingue, OnlyFans.com, El Jefe del Barrio. Show me some love and I'll talk to you guys next week.